This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Lead Without Limits, the podcast that explores how your mind and soul energy, together with your actions and intentions, impact your leadership presence and bring heart and consciousness into your life. Join your host, certified business and life coach, Stefania Rigo, as she brings you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business in their community. And as she gives you the wisdom you need to help shape the future of society and our planet. Now here's your host, Stefania. Hey, everybody. This is Stefania, the host of the Lead Without Limits podcast. And this is the Transformational Tidbits segment. Today, I want to share some important research backing the power of gratitude and add my own observations on how a gratitude practice can be a transformative tool in self-care. Boy, this year, more than any other year, with the unprecedented stress and uncertainty of life under the pandemic, it's been a great time for many of us to slow down, reevaluate our priorities, and double down on our commitment to our health and self-care. So I feel really kind of compelled to share um, this kind of information today. I find that a practice of giving thanks for all we have and are given is essential part of our self-care. And it's self-care that affects the mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies. I have leaned on my practice of journaling and praying gratitude to make it through this year. I have suffered a lot of loss and sadness this year. My father passed away at the end of May at the age of 92 rather unexpectedly, and I could not visit him uh, towards the end of his life because I was at home in Austin recovering from a bad fall where I broke my upper arm and partially displaced my shoulder. I couldn't travel to visit him, and all this was happening in the middle of a national shutdown with our healthcare system in crises uh, because of the pandemic. So this year, I had to double down on my practice and started reflecting and reading on why and how a practice that involves gratitude works. Let me start by defining gratitude as a thankful appreciation of what is both tangible and intangible. So gratitude can be extended to both situations and people. What it does is it connects us to something larger than ourselves. It connects us to nature and a higher power. So while I was reading and looking for research on why gratitude works, I found an article in Harvard Medical Publishing that uh, presented a study by two positive psychology researchers from very prestigious universities. 
The study was specifically researching what, if any benefits, there may be in practicing gratitude. And the research found direct links and a connection between the practice of gratitude and happiness. Specifically, the researchers found that being grateful helps us feel more positive emotions, relish new experiences, improve health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. None of this surprised me. This is what my experience, my personal experience, to a practice of gratitude has shown me. My personal commitment to a practice of giving thanks have proven all of these benefits, every single one of them to be true for me. My gratitude practice of regularly journaling or praying out loud for all that I am grateful for has provided me comfort and positive emotions, even in the face of some really difficult situations. So here's how it helped me get through my injury and the loss of my father. So the way I got hurt was on a Saturday morning, I was walking the dog first Saturday in April when I slipped, fell and broke my arm and the shoulder on a wet sidewalk. I was devastated because just last year in August, only eight months prior, I had fallen walking my dog and broke my wrist and needed surgery and a metal plate put in my wrist, same arm. I, my, my, my feeling of fear and vulnerability when I broke my arm uh, were just incredible. I was just overcome by them. I remember coming back from the emergency room and sitting on the couch and just blaming myself for not paying more attention to the wet and slippery sidewalk. And at the same time being terrified that something was wrong with me, why was I falling and breaking bones? I was in incredible pain physically. I was dependent on others to help me with everything right from the beginning, from driving me to the emergency room and bringing me home. And I was terrified when I first got back from the emergency room while I waited to see the orthopedist the next week that I may need surgery again. While we were in COVID lockdown and really restricting medical care and surgical care, so as I sat on my couch that Saturday evening in pain and extreme fear, I asked myself, what do I really need to do to take care of myself right now? And I paused and listened. And immediately I heard the answer from deep within my heart. And I said to myself, you need to write all that you are grateful for in your journal. And I went, what? Really? This is the last thing I thought would come up, people. I was feeling pretty victimized, overwhelmed, and there wasn't much of a feeling of being thankful for anything. And I wasn't even sure I could make the switch in mindset and be open to this. But I listened because I had asked. And when I ask myself a question and I get a clear intuitive answer, I always listen. So I went and found pen and paper. And since I had injured my right hand, 
I was writing with my left hand. So it wasn't so much about the writing it down that, uh, that was important as much as the kinesthetic act of the pencil and the paper and switching physically, emotionally, and mentally all my attention to digging deep and finding what I was grateful for. And so I made a list in chicken scratch, but I verbalized it out loud of all that I was thankful for. And it was a pretty long list. And then what? I would ask myself when I thought I was at the end of the list. And what else are you grateful for? And, I, and I, um, as I wrote and as I uh, spoke out loud, I felt my whole energy shift from self-blame for falling, anger for falling again, shame for falling again, fear of what did this mean, to a shift to a complete state of calm. And it happened pretty quickly as I started the exercise. I felt a deep connection and kindness towards my body. I experienced a huge wave of self-love and self-compassion that I would heal, that my body knows how to heal, that I was going to be okay, that I was grateful I had so many friends around me that were gonna support me with helping me with the practical things around the house and taking care of myself. I experienced a huge wave of inner peace and it came over me and it stayed, it lasted. I would go back and redo this every day for weeks. Turns out I didn't need surgery, but it was a very painful, difficult, and long recovery. And I, and I wrote in my journal and I prayed out loud long lists of what I was grateful for. And sometimes I would repeat that list to myself as a meditation. I'm so grateful, no pun intended here, that I had developed the practice of self-care that involved giving thanks. I'd been doing this for many years, not daily, but pretty regularly. I did not need the research of this article to prove to myself that it works, but it was reaffirming to read the research. It also encouraged me to suggest this to my clients in coaching as an exercise. And it was very interesting to read also and to see that we're researching this important topic and taking it seriously. Something the researchers noted, just to kind of make a shift, because I found this interesting, is that the practice of giving thanks and gratitude does not work for everybody. In the study, they found that there's a correlation between emotional maturity and the ability to feel, express, and benefit from genuine gratitude. They used, for example, children. So children may say thankful, I may say thank you when they receive a gift and, 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 and be grateful in a superficial way, but they don't experience the kind of mental and emotional shifts of a gratitude practice that I just 
gave you an example that I experienced when I uh, was using it to overcome everything that I was feeling uh, when I injured myself. They simply don't have the emotional and the internal maturity yet to use a practice of gratitude and giving thank, thanks to connect to themselves and everything around us more deeply and to find solace, comfort, and even happiness in that practice. So if you find yourself telling your child you don't feel they're being grateful enough for all that they have, which is kind of a parental line that is sometimes used, um, create space and compassion for them. They simply don't have the emotional development at their stage, developmental stage as children. And they found that it doesn't come until a little bit later in life, even into um, uh, uh, young adulthood. So it's clear to me to summarize that a practice of regularly pausing and reflecting on what we're grateful for is a key part of self-care, emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual, really holistic self-care, but especially around the mental and the emotional for sure. It's only when we practice consistently that we're then able to tap into the benefits very quickly when life deals us a hard hand of stress, grief, or fear. And we really truly need to find solace, comfort, and relief. So I really believe that the reason I could switch so quickly from a state of extreme distress and fear and blame and sadness and just overwhelm from breaking my arm, the reason I heard that voice in me that said, hey, journal your gratitude. And I was able to listen to that voice and I knew what it was like for me to journal gratitude and to get deep into that practice and to feel the benefits of that practice right away. I think the reason I was able to use that tool so quickly, completely and efficient, efficiently was that I have a regular practice of prayer and gratitude journaling. So the reason we want to practice gratitude daily in some form or another is that it's good for us daily. Research clearly shows we're happier, have better relationships when we practice it regularly, and it becomes ever more important when we really need comfort and solace and support from ourselves. I hope this episode has brought you value. And I'd love for you to connect with me personally. Please go to my website at www.stefaniarigo.com. Click on the calendar. Let's schedule a conversation. I'd love to hear more about how gratitude has supported you at times of difficulty. And also, what is your daily uh, practice um, a gratitude practice like. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn as Stefania Rigo Coach or just Stefania Rigo. Uh, let me hear your voice. Let's talk about gratitude. I am grateful for your listening 
and taking the time for this podcast. joining us for this episode of Lead Without Limits. Each week, we bring you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business and their community. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Lead Without Limits, go to EWNpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. Until next time, remember that as leaders, we have the power to shape the future of society and our planet. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here today to lead without limits in your own life. Have you ever asked yourself this question, why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Calling all speakers. eWomen Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.